0: Hello and welcome to the Behind the Leash podcast with your hosts, Paige and Ryan.
1: And they do burn forever. Like the soy wax that we get is really high quality. So these 16 ounce beer candles burns for like 70 to 80 hours. Because they're always like, I'm always buying candles. Well, okay, you can go buy four paraffin wax candles for $6 or you can buy one get lit candle.
2: Hello, and welcome to
0: Behind the Leash Podcast. I'm your co-host, Ryan. And I'm your other co-host, Paige. And today, Ryan and I are recording outside. Uh, We are still vacationing in Hilton Head, but then we also have two very special guests with us today, Anna and Mary, co-owners of Get Lit Candles, and they're also sisters. They started this business very recently in October 2020, and they're selling all of their candles via Instagram, They also have some of their product in stores, and they are getting into events and pop-ups in the months ahead, which we are going to talk about. So welcome to the show, guys. Hi.
1: Hi. Thank you.
0: We're so (laughs) excited to have you guys here with us today. The first part of the episode is the six-pack of questions, and this is a round where we get to know you guys a little personally, so we are going to ask the question to one of you. So each of you will only answer three of the questions. So are you ready? Okay, so the first question is for Mary. What is your favorite craft beer and or brewery?
1: So I live in Allentown. So my favorite spot to go locally is Seven Sirens in Bethlehem. It's just a really cool like venue uh, open space. They have live music on weekends and stuff and it's a good spot to go like during quarantine. That's still pretty safe uh, with my friends. So that's been fun for this past year. Otherwise, my favorite like beer, I can't really pick one, but my favorite style is sours, which I'm drinking now. So
0: cheers. I'm actually want to ask Anna the same question because it is kind of business related for you guys. So what is your favorite craft beer and or brewery?
1: I wish I could say it was a Philly beer, but my first like favorite when craft was still kind of getting you know big was night shifts whirlpool and you couldn't get it here yet and now you can but every time we would go to Boston to visit our sister our older sister and i would have to pick up like a case of whirlpool it's just like so easy drinking like session pale ale not session but uh pale ale um that new england style that you couldn't use to get down here and favorite brewery my gosh i can't i feel like i have to say fangley's because i work there but <laughs> it's not true <laughs> yeah. i used to not anymore favorite local then probably ars now because they're still like small and yeah and their cans are amazing for our candles we're in the process of making them some so
0: that's so <laughs> awesome i didn't know they were canning did you know they were canning
2: i didn't know that either but they do have some oh r-
0: they're so cool yeah, yeah. I, I wish i had some
1: here i could show you guys um They did like this really awesome gritty can
2: with his face and
1: that one was like hot when I had one of them to do for a custom order for someone. Hot ticket item. Yeah. That's That's awesome. awesome.
2: All right. So question number two, this one will also be for Anna. What is your favorite local restaurant?
1: Favorite local American sardine bar. It's right like in my neighborhood. Good sandwiches, always good beer selection. And you can still, like, get a cocktail and sit outside and people bring their dogs. It's just, like, a good neighborhood bar. Kind of, like...
0: When we interview guests from uh, South Philly, it's... For some reason, we don't go down there often. Like, we'll go to, like, East Passyunk and down that area. But, like, that's all we know is, like, Passyunk main street. So we need to actually venture out there this summer. We do. And try all these places. Okay. So next question, question number three, is for Mary... If you were a dog breed, what would you be? Maybe something classic, like a
1: lab or a retriever Chocolate something lab. Why chocolate? Because your hair's chocolate. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. They're loyal. They're or I good, thought, fam- good to bring around a family. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. <laughs> She's single, people.
2: <laughs> All right. Question number four, and this one's for Anna again. What series are you currently watching or have watched previously that you've really liked?
1: So I am currently watching Game of Thrones for like the seventh time <laughs> and it's the best. And every time I watch it, I'm like, still out loud. And my husband's like, you, we've seen this seven times. I mean, there's so much detail <laughs> yeah. with subtitles. You have to watch it with subtitles.
2: That's how I have to watch like The Office.
1: Wait, Yes we do that too and my one friend would yell at me all the time and i'm like when you watch it with subtitles they the words of like people's whispers show up and it's hilarious yeah because there's get more jokes <laughs> <laughs> so pro subtitles
2: all right this one again is for anna question number five what does your perfect day look like
1: honestly it would be just waking up and like and have like breakfast made and then we go on like a walk and then maybe I don't know like to a brewery and have lunch and I always like to get out like we get out every day for a walk but like maybe actually going somewhere and just having a family day like we have family days on the weekends but it's tough I'm pretty easy maybe if it was not here and like in Europe that would be cool too
0: (laughs) okay Mary the last one is for you where has been the most memorable place you visited or vacationed?
1: I mean, I love all my vacations with my family, of course, but in high, um. <laughs> in high school, um, summer after junior year, I was able to do one of those like school organized sort of um, trips to Europe. Uh, we did Rome, Athens, and a couple parts of Greece, um, Italy, and Turkey and that was like two weeks, and it was with three of my best friends, and I mean, it was just like obviously an unreal experience at that age, because I think I would have only been 16 or 17, depending on what time of summer it was, because my birthday's in the summer, and the like best but worst part about it was that we actually all lost our luggage (laughs) on the way there, so like imagine being like a 17-year-old with no clothing except like a couple things that you shoved in your carry-on and basically had to spend money on crappy tourist t-shirts to wear like the whole time (laughs) and that's
0: yeah I mean we survived and it was still a great time all right so now that the six pack of questions is over we Mm -hmm. like to hand the floor over to you guys so my name's Anna hi I'm Mary Um, And we're Get the
1: Candles Phil, we're sisters, um, and we are a hand-poured soy candle company who specializes in pouring our candles in mostly recycled vessels. So we try to reuse old candle vessels, mostly beer cans, um, other types of drink cans, mugs, cups. Pottery, anything that's really like reused. Um, occasionally we'll use the aluminum tins for custom orders if people request that or ball jars and things like that. But mostly recycled vessels. And yeah, we sell on Instagram, Facebook. And we're trying to just kind of stay local in Philly. Do craft shows around here. A little bit about ourselves. <laughs> so I'm the youngest of our siblings. We have four, well, three sisters so there's four of us. Um, so I'm the youngest and then Anna's second youngest. So, and we live the closest at this time. Um, I live in Lehigh Valley and she's down here in Philly. We both kind of were living our own lives, but still visiting each other. And then created this idea and just went for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. So then how did it all start? So who had the idea? And then it was like, all right, let's get an Instagram up and going.
1: So Mary had the idea. So you can talk about that. Well, no, you say first about how you <laughs> used to make them. Well, yeah. I, well, okay. I guess I used to make candles for myself for allergies because I noticed like I couldn't, I started like coughing or sneezing around a lot of like, I don't want to say a brand side, so around a lot of paraffin wax candles and so i started making soy for myself and as gifts like for christmas time for um my baby shower with my daughter like i made them as gifts and that was always fun but never anything like super serious and then mary had a can so you can talk about. that so i think my what did i call it like a brain child or whatever (laughs) stemmed from um having gone to the alchemist brewery with my dad and I was able to take a beer off the line that wasn't capped and so like the the lip was like there you know what I mean like nothing on top yeah so um yeah the can the can shell so I was like okay like and I kept the vessel and everything was like oh this is so cool like what am I gonna do with this I am like borderline hoarder. So I keep everything because I'm like, oh, this is so cool. I want this. And then I think I was just like, oh well I could put a candle in this. Like Anna has stuff. Like let me play around with this and and make some candles. And then it was I guess like summer during COVID. So I was like, oh I'll order some stuff and just make them at home. And then because it was the summer, I thought of making citronella candles specifically to have outside. And then I was like well beer cans, like it's not gonna break they're just recycled you know it's whatever if it's you know you just have them outside like nothing special um so I made a couple for my friend because like her and I both get really really bad mosquito bites and get reactions to them Mm -hmm. so that was kind of my first thing and then I was doing them all summer and then she's like well this This is cool let's make more of them that was really worth like the candle in the can the candles (laughs) like (laughs) birth but yeah so then we like we were giving them to friends and stuff. And they, we were like, kind of, I guess we started kind of selling them to them. They're like, you know, you should really do this. Like just sell these. And I had lost, I guess this is probably more the next question, but I had lost my job so I wasn't really doing much and I was just stay at home mom and kind of like, well, I was always really crafty and like always had to have something else. I kind of always worked like two jobs and was busy all the time. So, I needed something else to, like, get my hands on and do, and I just made an Instagram, and was, like, we're gonna do it, and it's just, like, without even really telling her, I think, well, all right, I did the LLC, and I was, like, guys, I made the LLC, oh, Yeah. So and they were, like, like uh, you were, okay, like, <laughs> didn't that cost money? <laughs> I'm a little more impulsive, so, um, yeah.
0: but I just knew, like, it was a great idea, and that we could do it, and so we just kind of went from there. That's awesome, so when you first started, what was your backlog of inventory what did that look like
1: so we were kind of we didn't have that many we maybe like 30 because we weren't going to do a website right away each candle's individual because you know of course we have some of the same beer can but we really try not to and even still it's not the same scent in each candle so we were like we'll just post like a few on instagram and see like if people want them and they could just dm us We had them in our house, like, for when people came over or friends were like, oh, I want them. Like, what do you have? And then we kind of figured we'll do custom order. Like, people can bring us cans if they want and we can fill them. Yeah. Or people can request stuff. And we kind of started collecting from neighbors, friends. Anybody was like, do you want my cans? And we're like, yeah, because then we can pick and choose and help give them a second life is what we like to say. Because especially, and this was when... The recycling in Philly was, like, horrible in the middle of COVID. Mm-hmm. They were dumping everything, all recycling, in the garbage trucks. And people were, like, going crazy about it. I was like, give me your cans. Yeah. I will <laughs> also do the same, but keep most of them to make them into candles. Yeah, I think our thing was that we didn't want to over make, like, overproduce produce inventory yeah. for fear of people being, like, selective about what they wanted to get.
2: Yeah, um, we wanted
1: it to be more personal, like, yeah. here's our can selection, yeah. you choose your can and you choose your set. Because the whole other idea behind it being a beer can was the fact that people that love craft beer a lot of times buy for the can, mm-hmm. so it's like, yeah, they want to sh- kind of shop for the labels and stuff. So, giving those cans a second life as another
2: mm-hmm. thing
1: in, in your life, or in your whatever. house, so it's it looks like a candle, it's really candle, yeah. Just yeah. Like a beer on your desk yeah. at work. You know? Yeah, so really, <laughs> we, we didn't have a ton of inventory to start, and it was like a little nerve wrack, you know, because we we're like, oh my God, like, do we have enough? But we kind of just went with it. And it's not like it takes that long to make one either. It takes a few days. So, worst case scenario, we were like, okay, we'll just like bust out some candles when people want to put my candle in. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, what I think you guys need is me because I have so many freaking cans in a box. <laughs> I so I had this idea in 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 the basement right of hanging like a shelf around the whole basement and I filled it instantly with all these cans I've been saving just to kind of like display them and now I have two and there's no duplicates up there two full boxes like moving boxes of cans and I'm like I don't know what the heck I'm gonna do with these and I told Paige like a couple weeks ago I was like I'm throwing these out they're done I'm gone. I think you
1: need us to make them into candles for you.
2: (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, I'm, I will donate my candles to you guys if you the, want them. The
0: cans. The cans. Sure. Yeah.
2: I will donate my cans to you guys if you want them. There's, like, some rare beers but in there, too. as you
0: mentioned before, I'm also a hoarder. So, like, probably similar to you. And I'm like, you can't just throw them out. Like, it's one can. Right. I like, drank these before. Um, and, like, as you mentioned, there literally are no duplicates. It's just one can from... The four pack, and if you count them, we've spent way too money, much money on beer. So don't do that. <laughs> oh, that's not a thing. I'm glad that you can, you feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely a thing. <laughs> yes, we would love them. We would love them.
2: Awesome. Well, I will make sure we get get the cans down to you guys.
0: Yeah. So on that definitely. on that subject, you guys are talking about how you create custom orders for mm-hmm. your clients or people that are DMing you. How does that work? So you said they can bring you the can, um, or is there a way that you can get something? So if they just say, "I want an IPA," and then you have like five cans of IPAs, would you send them a picture? Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: we kind of have to know our inventory in terms of cans. Um, we have bins we and have bins boxes of, of cans. But <laughs> we've kind of reorganized them over and over, um, yeah. but we have a general idea of uh brands or styles um because we're both very familiar with craft beer it's easy for like if i saw right. it once i could be like oh yeah there's a trogues nugget yeah. in there so oh, she actually like, mary worked in the beer department at Wegmans, so she worked closely with all of the distributors mm-hmm. and stocked and did all, all of it and i would have been a bartender for 10 years so so we have a scent list and a pricing list and we send it to people and it's pretty self-explanatory it's like here's our scents, here's our prices Um, Let us know if you're interested in beer cans, tins, ball jars, a recycled vessel, and then we go from there and send pictures so Mm -hmm. they can choose like 12 ounce or 16 ounce, we send over pictures of either inventory we already have made with the scents, which now like we have a lot more of because we're getting ready to do like craft season and pop ups, or we just send over empties and say hey if you want to pick your own scents. A lot of times too, people will pick the scents and then let us pick the beer cans, which is really fun for us yeah. because we try to match them. Like if they want blood orange, there's so many blood orange IPAs and grapefruit beers, um, coffee beers. So that's really fun. Yeah, it's a little bit of a process, I guess. It take you know, it's it's more personable and I think that's kind of what we wanted we didn't want just a website where you go on and you click and you order
2: and then we're and shipping we,
1: like one yeah. candle to colorado and we don't know the per- and it's like yeah
2: i think that's awesome so touching on that what are you most proud of within the business so far
1: we don't fight <laughs> <laughs> anymore yeah i think we have a really good report um geez what are we proud of? i think just creating a business during covid it's mm-hmm. It was already a challenging time. A lot of people really went, you know, into depression and all this stuff and like, they're like, what am I going to do? And a lot of people like us who are craftier or have made things at home are just, they're not like willing to do it. And I just think they need to, you just got to do it. Like, you're not going to know. So I'm proud that we did it. I'm proud that although you lost your career job, you gained becoming a full-time stay-at-home mom because you had to pull your kid out of daycare so, you're proud so of me? I am proud of you <laughs> and so you were still busy and then I'm proud of myself because I have my full-time job and then would have to like originally I would drive down here and work it around my schedule now we've kind of flipped the roles and she comes up to me and still working around my schedule so it's like we're I mean we're both still living very busy lives just different kinds of lives mm-hmm. you know so it's the fact that we're doing it and doing fairly well. Yeah. I'm it's proud we didn't like take any excuses. We didn't like we just did
0: it. Yeah. That is a <laughs> in itself. That's definitely something to be proud of. I wish we we interview a lot of like crafty people. And yeah. that is something that I love that they took the leap to do this and to um a lot of them had started their businesses back March 2020. Some some of them even started January 2020 and then all this happened and then they saw so much success because people were on their phones trying to support small businesses mm-hmm. yep. and yeah, it's just amazing that you are able to do this and that you didn't take no for an answer, didn't say. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. So how would you describe both of your roles in the business? Are you both kind of doing the same thing?
1: That's pretty easy because she is the organized, she does all of the accounting and like money, bank account ordering Mm -hmm. making sure the credit cards pay like all of that stuff and organizing supplies and and supplies and ordering yeah making sure we have what we need as far as cents Mm -hmm. and licks and all that stuff goes and then I handle all the social media because it's just easier to have, like, one voice rather than both of us um in. And then it's yeah. like, did you answer this person? So, yeah, so I handle all the social media and sales marketing type stuff because that's kind of what I worked in, like, sales marketing in the hotel. So I kind of just picked that up naturally. And I do – I used to do photography, too, so I do most of the photos then and stuff for social media and reaching out to, like, new – businesses prospects yeah. or people yeah trying to reach out to breweries and whatnot and even yeah. though you're busy you have I can do no that more, like be, yeah like access to your phone all the time for right. stuff like that like my work schedule is too conflicting with that so mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to stay consistent with that. yeah like I would say inventory like that's you yeah <laughs> more um, behind I'm more, yeah. behind the, I'm more the creative like is. okay what are we gonna do next what's yeah. our goal where we see ourselves in six months what's our- Like more um, sales driven and goal driven and she's more like, okay, well, this is what we have. So relax (laughs) (laughs) pretty much. I'm like, all right, we can't do that yet. We can't order 500 coasters with our logo on them. (laughs) I
2: I think that's great that you guys balance each other out so well, you know, it's really important to have that aspect. Yeah, it
0: definitely is. But I totally
2: agree. I totally agree with the, you know, you should have one person handle the social media should have one person handle like the, the finances and everything. So, yeah. you know, it's basically, you know, it's just, just easier if Paige does it right come. the first time instead of me doing it.
0: So we talked, we talked about this briefly, but you mentioned um, how you have that personal connection with some of the orders from you um, because you're able to customize their order. You mentioned saying like, if you were to ship the order, that's, You're losing that personal touch. So how does buying a candle from you look like? And where would you say most of your clients or people that buy from you are located?
1: So they are located all over, but mostly local, like, pickups and drop offs Because we'll deliver, like, around the city in Lehigh Valley, obviously. Um, But we will ship. We just prefer to ship if you buy, like, four or more. Because... Uh, we do try to be like, you know, stick to recycling and not use as much packaging and more more eco-friendly and like shipping is not really fall into that. If you're selling one candle and then, you know, they it's fragile. So you have to package it. (laughs) Right. Like you really have to package with bubble wrap and paper and all the things. At least we have like those corn packing peanuts. So they're like biodegradable, but it, it is tough and it's a lot of time and money too. So it's for us like doing that didn't really make sense unless we were like okay well you just have to have a limit like so we've shipped as far as st louis and florida and maine mostly east coast is the best in terms of like cost for shipping and reliability but i mean we'll do anything for a customer or for family as well a lot of times yeah it's our family it's really just like them ask, you know reaching out and i don't think we have said no to anyone yet who has wanted shipping, they've just understood, like, okay, we only ship if you order a four-pack. And, like, it's cool, too, because it keeps them safer, because you clip them onto the four-pack carriers, and then, like, wrap that and ship it. So, you open it up, and it's like you're getting beer, (laughs) but you're getting candles. So, it's also part of the
0: experience, too. Like, getting just one beer candle isn't, like, it's fun. So... Can you walk us through the process of creating the candle? Because now that I'm thinking about it, you have to get the top off of it.
1: So, like I said, my brainchild was from a can that wasn't capped so then that was yeah you know what it's funny like now talking about that because how would i have done this if i didn't have this device and so it's this little cutter it's from the company draft top and it's a cutter it's and so you put it on top of the can it cuts on the inside of it but there the point is with the company their whole thing is like their tagline is drink topless because it's like drink your beer as if it's from the draft so you take the top off of the can and you're just sipping it out of an aluminum can which is basically like having a draft beer so we get cans from people we wash them right away let them drain then cut the tops off wash them again (laughs) then they have to dry then we have to glue the wicks in with um like a hot glue gun you just glue you buy the wicks pre-tabbed you can make your own too but we just buy them like that it's easier and then glue them in let those dry then we set them all out and we kind of look it's really fun when we don't have a custom and we can just make our own because we pick cans that we're like okay hey, this is cool and then we try to match like scents to mm-hmm. what the can looks like or like feels a peach like sour, yeah, or we'll do like peach nectar scent or something yeah. like that um or, and, We had this beer called Juicy S I P N and we did that like pineapple (laughs) because it's like really a juicy smell. (laughs) I was like, love that one. Um, And then you have to heat the wax. So the wax takes a while. To melt down. Yeah, to melt on the stove. We do it all on the stove. An aluminum tin, like pitchers. Double boiler. Yeah. Yeah, and you let that melt and you have to take the temperature. So you have to wait for it to get to 185 degrees and then you have to add the scent at a specific time and not every scent is created equal either. So, so it's like Mary's better at that, but it has to cool before you, you can't always just like throw the scent in right away. So then you transfer the wax from the aluminum pitcher to like a Pyrex. Then you add the scent, stir it, let it sit, pour it, let those sit for like a day or two. And then. Well, at first we didn't, and that's where we realized it actually does make a difference because Mm -hmm it's all about your climate in the where you're wor- in your workspace but also like the temperature that you're binding the oil to the wax and that's where it would get like these little imperfections on the mm-hmm. top so w- when we started like taking a little bit more time to let them cool down mm-hmm. and then set it would like the can look cool more evenly and then we label then we just handwrite the scents because we have so many different cans and scents we just handwrite them and throw a label on boarding label and clean it if it needs to be cleaned and good to go <laughs> it's a long process so when it was when we started this we started in like my I live in a Philly like row home in my small kitchen and there would just be like six foot tables filled with candles for three days right and my husband and my dog they're like okay this is like not happening so we've yeah. now we now have like a basement studio space in Allentown but we still like work out of both so
2: Do you guys have any advice for anyone else trying to start a business?
1: Yeah, take the (laughs) plunge. Just do it. And use, like, Facebook and Instagram. There's so many groups that Mm -hmm. are supportive. And now is, like, the time. Because of COVID, everybody is supporting small businesses, Black-owned businesses, women-owned businesses, local businesses. Like, it is the best time because they're turning to what's around me. And that's what we're trying to focus Mm -hmm. on, too, is – uh, we can be a part of that movement and also help other people. You know, it's just—it's just, really a community yeah. that has been growing during this time. You know, if you think you don't have the money to do it either, I don't know. I think that's the scariest part. But it all—I mean, obviously it depends yeah, on just, your you, know, you can't don't undersell yourself either. We did in the beginning. We did not price our product accordingly we price too low so we have to raise our prices in the new year but you know that's you know don't be afraid like don't be afraid to price yourself like what you really think you should be making and people are like that's so expensive for a candle it's like okay great go to marshall's and buy a six dollar one it's what (laughs) yeah and it's what you're it's not even about just the candle it's like what you're putting into the environment like this is a long term soy like in itself soy, soy wax is carbon neutral all the scents that we buy are clean scents so they burn clean they're not releasing toxins into the air. Mm-hmm. that's a whole nother part of it that i could get into but right yeah and there's was, a lot
0: more behind it it, it is, is an important people. part
1: it, it's yeah. Very important. yeah
0: all right so then last question before we wrap it up is you guys are doing events this upcoming spring sure. and summer can you tell us where you're going to be and what to expect from your booth so are you just going to be selling candles at your booth or will you have the option to create a custom candle like a form or something that can fill out
1: yeah all of the above so we do we do only take cash or venmo but i feel like now that's pretty easy and you can use like cash apple cash too and we will have our candles we'll have all types so like beer cans ball jars tins and recycled vessels we will have custom ability to sign up for custom orders we'll have a giveaway so if you follow us on instagram and then you give us your email, then we will give you, you know, we're going to enter you in a giveaway um, for a candle. And then they make these really awesome electric lighters, which I think also a lot of people don't know about. So, mm-hmm. so you're not buying like these Bic lighters, but they still have the long neck, which is perfect for our cans to be able to reach down and not have to tilt like your can. Yeah. You can just reach down and light it. We also have magnets that have our logo, our slogan on them, which is drink, recycle, burn is our slogan. Coasters as well. So the coasters are designed to burn your candle on because no candle should also be on a direct surface, like especially wood. It's just hazardous and it says it on the warning label, but a lot of times people don't always read the warning label. So yeah, we'll have those too. So lots of fun stuff. So we're doing craft show April 17th and 18th at the Royersford BFW from 12 to 4 p.m.
0: Thank you, Mary and Anna, for being on the Behind the Leash podcast, a podcast for business owners, entrepreneurs, side hustlers, and beer lovers, just like all four of us. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having
1: us. Thank you so much.